0: Okay. Thank you very much, David. And uh, thank you everyone out there for your attention over the next hour. Again, my name is Doc Severson with 12-Minute Trading. I'm going to be talking about zero-day options trading strategies. So before I get uh, going too far, I'm going to answer one of the first questions like, who is this guy? Uh, You may or may not know of me. I've been kicking around in one way or the other for about 20 years now. I'm an individual trader and performance coach since 2005. So uh, 2005 is when I put in my notice at my six figure, uh, six figure job and said, I, I'm going to give you two weeks notice here. I'm out of here. I'm going to do this on my own. And then what I found is after about six months of doing this, I had a trail of people knocking on my front door saying, Hey, could you help me do the same thing? So uh, currently I work with 12 minutetradingcom as well as ReadySetCrypto.com. You may have heard of me before in the past through companies such as OptionsMD or TheoTrade, Docs Trading Tools, or Options Linebacker. And my specialties are fractal, multiple time frame price analysis, options and future strategies, trading mindset, because I had to fix my own mindset first before I was able to make money consistently and ultimately simplifying the complex. I'm an engineer at heart and in uh, in education. And what I try to do is to actually make things simpler and not more complicated. As a result of that, what I did was I wrote a couple of books that are available on Amazon. First of all, Hacking the Holy Grail on Amazon here is more about the, the journey that you have to go through as a trader in order to think properly to uh, quit giving money away. Quit funding other people's accounts and and keep that for your own. And then fractal energy trading is about my multiple time frame fractal process of looking at charts, which works on any timeframe and any asset. So those are a couple of books available on Amazon if you're curious. So what are we going to do today over the next hour? There's so many new investors that are coming on board these days in what I consider to be very perilous markets. Markets are less stable than they used to be. 20 years ago, they hardly would ever gap overnight, and now we have news that follows the sun. So I want to see the little guy win without getting stepped on, without thinking that they have to join the herd, follow some wild subreddit or forum or discord channel to in order to win. That just defeats the whole purpose. You have to be able to think independently. So... In my topic today, there's something very compelling about being flat by the end of the day with zero overnight risk in today's environment. So you don't have to worry about another war kicking in or another fed speaker saying something overnight that wasn't anticipated or priced in the market. These are all extremely perilous risks that we face just about every day. So holding a long period of time can be, <laughs> can be tough on your health zero day option strategies are one of the best natural edges that I've seen available to retail traders in a long time my purpose today is to help make you aware of them show you some setups and in general help you decide if this is something for you so I'm going to walk you a through Z how we set up these trades and why they work but first of all a little bit of background why we're here today everyone is trying to set themselves up for financial freedom that's why we're all sitting on a webinar today on a Tuesday, We want financial freedom. How on earth do we go about getting that in today's world with no pensions and kind of shaky retirement plans? The point that I want to leave you with here is using yesterday's methods won't work anymore. So what do we always try to do? The old paradigm of investing was to continue to build your pile of assets. So keep working, building that retirement account until someday you could live off the interest. So the old paradigm was to be able to build up a million bucks and then live off of 50000 a year at 5% APR. Well, the problem is, is that we're not up to 5% yet with, unless you want to go into T-bills, things like that. So most could not live off the annual interest at 4.3%, even with a million dollar account. Most people would not be able to live off of 40000 a year because... We are, uh, you know, we still have the helicopter money. We're still debasing the currency. So I'm not passing judgment on these policies. It's just today's reality. Inflation is here to stay. So the current alternatives to savings interest, if we say that savings alone are not going to do it for us, we can use annuities. We can use bond yields. We can use stock dividends. But the problem is annuities lock you in for years to receive a tiny rate. Bond yields are correlated to the interest rates. They're still not all that high right now. And stock dividends can be substantial, but you'll have to pay for it like this chart. So you may have to get into a really crappy stock in order to get a decent return on that. So in my mind, the usual alternatives, which still all of the traditional finance people are going to offer you. So if you see all these great commercials that are out there today, Well, we talk to you to determine what your risk parameters are. All they're going to do is they're going to offer you stock portfolios, annuities, bond yields, stock dividends, all the same usual garbage that doesn't work anymore. And it has not worked for the past 20 years. So this means that we got a problem, right? So most are not prepared for this new reality. You can follow this old paradigm of growing your pile of assets, but being able to make money on your money is no longer there using the traditional financial solutions. So retirees are going to start shredding through their principal in no time and wondering what changed, even though this has been happening for the past 20 years. So in the words of Private Hudson, what do we do now, man? Game over. Well, I don't think so. I think there's things that we can do about this if we are willing to look at different solutions. And that solution comes through income. We need to find a way to make income that's beyond The traditional solutions. So we have passive income. This is earned without active participation. This was interest and dividends. So there's ways that we can make passive income. And there's also active income. This requires participation and effort to earn it. A job salary is active income. Active trading can also be active income. So this is what we have to do. We have to come up with a mix of passive and active income. Now, can we do this for stocks? So even after 2022, stocks are still expensive. We had the magnificent seven have just gone through an amazing rally. So if we want to trade the market leaders and try to make income from them. So Apple is now 190 bucks a share. NVIDIA is 481 a share. So it takes a lot of capital to trade in and out of them to create income. These are, these are not very efficient. So if we day trade stocks, the problem here is that we run into the pattern day trader rule. So if you're less than a $25,000 account, which is really not that small anymore, it requires a lot of capital and uh, you could be tagged as a pattern day trader. And believe me, that's not something that you want because you have to wait for everything to settle first before you can trade again, which effectively means you can only trade like randomly and occasionally. So do everything you can to avoid being classified as the pattern day trader. So stocks for income, No, I don't think so. I don't think this is going to work for what we want to do. So what we can do is we can turn ourselves into an insurance company. We can become an option trader. We can provide passive income by selling longer-term options, acting like an insurance company, where we're selling the risk premium to buyers, people that want to get risk off their portfolio, want you to sell them options, and you get to keep the income from them active income we can look for short-term opportunities to either buy or sell options using the leverage of options to more efficiently use capital so we can do this we can use options to generate passive and active income okay so my assumption is if we're on a synergy traders webinar you guys know what's going on this is an advanced trading webinar today so i'm going to skip the usual background on options get right to the strategies so for the rest of this presentation how do we generate active income using zero days to expiration options strategies. Okay. And the first thing I want to do is to be able to frame this. Oh, by the way, if you haven't noticed here, I usually do things in a progression. So we are working from the lower left down here up to the upper right. So if you follow the bouncing ball, it will eventually end up with the summary. So you can see where we are right now. And the first thing we need to do is to frame what we're trying to accomplish. So start off with something which is a modest goal, maybe earn 100 bucks a day in income. Okay, so how do we do this? Now first of all, the elephant in the room, a lot of people as soon as I suggest earning 100 dollars a day, are you crazy? I can't live off of 100 dollars a day. My income is X, right? So a lot of people will say 100 bucks a day doesn't sound like much of a goal. So they're shooting for 5,000 or 1,000 dollars a day or something like that. And then they wonder why they're failing because all of a sudden to risk or to make a thousand dollars a day, you're going to have to be risking probably more than that. And that's where the brain short circuits the trade. So what I want you to do is to start with something modest and reasonable, right? If you're going to learn how to lift weights, you don't want to get out there and start to stack 400 pounds of plates on a, on a barbell and wonder why you can't get it off the rack. Start with something small, work that muscle until you get better at what you're doing. So In my mind, you've got to start somewhere, even if it's 10 bucks a day. I don't care what it is, but you've got to start somewhere until you become consistent. That's what's more important than anything. It doesn't really matter how much you make a day right now, but if you learn to become consistent, if you learn to follow your rules, if you give yourself permission to make profits, this is where the sea change comes. This is where the transformation comes for people to become professional traders. So tiny gains add up. Now, if I were to come up to you and say, hey, we met in an elevator one day, and I say, uh, so what's your performance? How's it How's it going? Okay, here's my challenge to you. I want you to get 1% better between today and tomorrow. And before you depart, you say, sure, I can do that. So you come back the next day and you're you're like, hey, you know what? I got 1% better at my trading. I'm that much more efficient in my entries or my exits or whatever it is. You got 1% better. And I say, okay, now do it again, do it again tomorrow. And then again, the next day, if you're able to add just 1% daily improvement by the end of the year, you will be 38 times better at what you do. Can you imagine how good you'd be at something like that? So doing the same thing and doing it over and over and over again and getting better and adding continuous improvement adds up kind of, uh, Conversely, if you get 1% worse every day by the end of the year, you will be essentially reverting back to zero. So here's my suggestion to you guys. Let's pick one thing. Start with a modest goal. Continue to improve on it every day. Trading zero days to expiration options. That's what DTE stands for allows us to get lots of trades and potential improvement over the span of a year. It's not magic. It's just consistency. So we do things through what we call an income pyramid. So I'm, I'm not trading zero DTE options with my entire account. So I've got some slow monolithic trades that sit down there. These are index trades that maybe take two months to work out and they just kind of grind away in the background and I really don't have to give much attention to them. Or I might use some specific stock trades. There may be some stocks that I think have good potential going forward and I'll I'll do things like sell puts against them, write covered calls. Again, they run in the background. You don't do much with them. So this is a big chunk of your income right here, or your capital, I should say. And then if I want to get into directional trades and swing for the fences on something like that, I'm going to use less capital. And then up here is really where the zero DTE is represented. So these are trades. You don't have to use a whole lot of capital every day. You don't have to put a whole lot at risk every day on these trades to be able to be effective and to be consistent. So again, we're we're talking about a small amount of capital. So your approach is going to be different than everybody else's. Everybody out there has got a different combination of capital, the time available to work on this as well as your knowledge. Everybody's got a different combination of these and they meet together in this Venn diagram. Now, what a lot of people will tell me is like, well, doc, I can't do this because I don't have that much capital or I don't have that much time. Okay, that's fine those to me are not as important as knowledge. Once you acquire knowledge, it should not go away, especially if you keep working on it. So give me somebody who is capital deficient, doesn't have a whole lot of time to spend on this during the trading day, but yet is dedicated to building as much knowledge as possible. And I will show you a trader that will be consistent 100% of the time, because you can always add more capital. If you Work on it over time, you'll build up more capital. And quite honestly, I think time, you don't need that much time. In fact, what I'm always telling people is you want to reduce the amount of time that you spend actively in the market. You don't want to be sitting there for six and a half hours a day, looking at 14 different screens and hoping at the end of the day, you have more than what you started with. I think time is inversely proportional to effectiveness in the market. So that's your approach, capital, time, and knowledge, and it's that combination that everybody's going to be different with. Now, it is le- easier with larger accounts, right? So we could do everything with passive income if we wanted to and just sell puts against Apple and you know, just not worry about it, right? But most people don't have that luxury. Most people have an issue where they're capital-constrained. Inflation's taking a bigger and bigger bite out of everybody's paycheck and investing funds these days, so It's all about doing more with less in today's market. So what we're going to focus on today, active income using zero DTE options. We're going to enter and exit these trades in the same day. If you have less than 25,000 and if you want to avoid pattern day trader issues, then we can do them three times a week if we want to, and then stay within the umbrella of of, uh, pattern day traders. So we don't have to be classified as that. So active income generally is we're flat at the end of the day. We can sleep at night. We don't care what happens in the world once we close our trades. I mean, we do, but not that much. Okay, so that's the whole framing of $100 a day. I want you to start somewhere, learn to be consistent. And zero DTE options are great for doing that. Because again, these are options that expire today. Now, weekly options came around, Oh, I think it was 2005. And they came to the S&P 500 first, and then eventually we started getting them with some of the larger stocks that were out there. And you can see that these are offering options, which every Friday we have an option that expires every Friday. You can imagine how big of a deal this was because once upon a time, we only had monthly options that were out there. And you know we had to do everything that we had to do within the span of these monthly options, which were great big things. I mean, uh, but they don't move all that much and they didn't, they didn't decay very quickly. So it's great that we have weekly options, right? And we, we have weekly options with just about all of the major stocks that are out there, but the S and P 500 has more. We now have five as of 2022. We now have five weekly expirations per week, once a day. And I will say it's probably not going to be much longer that we're going to have intraday options. Can you imagine that? So here's today's options. They're Tuesday, we have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then it repeats Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday every week. So that started with the SPX. And now we've gone over to the SPIDERS, which is the ETF for the SP 500, the Qs, the ETF for the NASDAQ, and also the NDX, which is the index for the NASDAQ, the ES, which is the P 500 futures. And the micro E-mini S&P 500 futures also have zero day options. So there's plenty of choices for these instruments that have zero days, days to expiration options. Now, the thing about this is uh, time decay. So time decay, imagine, if you will, in a world where there's a fire on the other side of the room. That's That's a fire. Okay, so you walk into the room and you're holding an ice cube in your palm. Now, there's going to be a certain amount of passive melt that the ice cube will sense the heat in your hand and transfer thermal transfer from your hand to the ice cube, et cetera, et cetera. But it's not really picking up on the fire yet. But the closer that you get to the fire, the more it picks up on that heat coming from the fire. And it varies with the square of the distance between the ice cube and the fire. So, in other words, the closer it gets to the fire, the faster that it's going to melt. And so this is effectively what happens is you start out with the day with a certain amount of extrinsic value on that option. And then I will go to zero by the end of the day. And it happens very quickly too. So all of that, that fluff premium just evaporates by the closing bell and it happens every single day. Now, again, these are very sharp instruments. I would learn these concepts if you're new to options or if you're new to selling Learn these concepts on longer-term trades first. So if you've ever played baseball before, you don't step into the 80-mile-an-hour fast pitch batting cage if you've never hit a baseball before. Maybe start at the 40-mile-an-hour. See if you can time the ball. See if you can identify it. See if you can follow the, the spin of the ball. And then once you start making really good contact with that, move up to 60 miles an hour, and then eventually go up to 80 miles an hour once you're good at that but don't start with the 80 mile an hour stuff. And this is what zero DTE options are. These are not for raw beginners. These are for somebody that's already cut their teeth on longer term trades, but is looking for something where they can create active income. So those are what zero DTE options are. Okay, so now how are we going to apply them? Well, first of all, the obvious condition would be setting up directional trades. So we're seeing more trend days than ever in this, in this uh, shoppy market that we've had for the last couple of years. So how can we take advantage of these? Well, trend days are ones where we have a large daily moment, movement in one direction. These are especially prevalent during bear markets or corrections. We just had a, an 11% correction from August all the way through October. And then we've v bottomed right off of that, right? So we're having these big range days or trend days is what we're calling them. And the thing about zero DTE options are they're extremely responsive to directional moves. So I could bore you guys to tears with things about gamma, but gamma is what makes the option price explode as it gets in the money. Now we could do long options if we want to. This is how a lot of people start by trading They because they understand how to buy stocks and sell stocks. And so the, the first correlation they do is they buy a long option as a proxy to stock. This is kind of a tough way to get started. Quite honestly, it's easy to trade. It's tough to make money with these. So unless you're extremely good at finding a way to analyze directional moves intraday, these are an expensive way to learn up because there's a a lot of width to these options. They're very big. They have a huge notional value. You can make a lot of money with these things, but you got to be really, really good. So movement is a double-edged sword. You can lose a lot of money. You can make a lot of money. So it all comes down to how skilled you are at predicting direction. Now, instead of this, we can use things like vertical spreads. There's other strategies, but I'll just keep it the vertical spreads today. And what I like about these is that you don't have to necessarily be right, right on the money, right? So we're setting up a pretty good reward to risk, or we can start with 50-50 on this. So... We could do this trade with an account size of 12500 12, and up, uh, assuming the 2% rule, right? Or smaller, if you substitute the SPY, we could go with a SPY, which is a 10 times smaller in notional value. And then we could go to three times a week if we have pattern day trader issues. But again, the whole point here is to get in, get your fair share, and get out in the same day. So this becomes a directional trade. It's not quite as sensitive as a long option but it gives you a little bit more time to be right if the price doesn't go immediately in your favor. So vertical spreads are a great way to do directional trades intraday. Now, how do we tr- judge trend days? Well, I like to use simple things like price action. So a trend day, and by the way, let me decode what we're, t- where we're looking at here. We are looking at the opening range. So the opening range is the first 30 minutes, and then we extend that opening range through the rest of the day, it becomes an anchor on the rest of the day as we compare things versus the opening range. So if we have, if we start out the day with the opening range moving to the upside, and then we continue going from there, that's a pretty clear trend day. And we see a lot of these in typically bull markets or coming off the bottom of a correction. We'll see these really strong trend days to the upside, or sometimes we'll see them where initially we get the move to the upside and then we plummet from there and we'll see days like this during a bear market we'll see these big trend days where we see a lot of movement early but ultimately it's a great big daily candle or we can see range days now this one started off as a range day and then then turned into a trend day this is typical bear market price action where we start out with a range day but believe me that this is more than enough to get done what we need to do. We don't need it to be in a range for the entire day. So those are the zero DTE directional trades that we're doing. So we don't do too many of these because it's tough. It's hard. It's hard to be directionally correct unless you're really, really good at the analysis. So what we do instead is how about if we trade where the price stays within a range and we get paid if the price stays within a range. So this is a non-directional trade. So again, this flips the odds in our favor because instead of having to be right about direction, all we're doing is looking for the price to be within a specific range for a specific length of time. And it's usually far less than all day. It's usually measured in minutes. So if you don't know, there are different types of iron condors. Now, what most people start off with is what's called a high probability Iron condor. This is where we're putting up options, maybe with a delta of like five to 10 on each side. So this is generally around an 80% probability of success by the time that we put the entire trade together. So you get a lot of distance, higher probability, but very low return, and it's very slow. Now we could make this a low probability iron condor, 50% probability of success, closer to the price, more return, much faster. And then there's a hybrid here. If you hear people say, hey, I put an iron condor on with uh, distance wings of one standard deviation or one expected move, this is what the expected move iron condor is. And then we also use iron butterflies. This is actually a narrow iron condor where the short strikes are right at the center of the trade. So it's the most narrow one, but guess what? It's also the fastest. We'll talk more about this one in a minute. So the high probability iron condor, this is probably familiar with many of you. This is the profitability area for the trade. So it's nice and wide. However, you don't want the price to be getting into this area or this area. This is what hurts, right? So the reward to risk on this is usually pretty bad, although the probability of success is high. So it's a trade-off. So a lot of people like to start on this because they assume it's a safer trade, I will say that there is no such thing as a safe, one safer than the other because each one of these has trade-offs. So this is typically a good trade for somebody that's working a lot, right? It doesn't have the time to to watch this thing or to maintain or manage it. And as a result of that, you're probably going to be this in this trade the majority of the day to be able to get your fair share of profits. So you can go to the opposite side and, and squash this together and get much more pro or uh, potential profit with a much bigger credit for this trade however it is much more narrow so again this has more this has compromises just like every other trade it's more narrow but the reward to risk is much better and it's much faster so this is actually what i will use if i can't maintain or manage a trade if i'm traveling or something like that and if i needed to put a trade on i would do something like this where i'm okay With the risk of the trade, I can let it just go if necessary. So that's our R value right there. And so if I set the risk on the trade, then I don't care about it. So these are these are a great solution for if you're running into risk and if there's a risk that you can't avoid, yet you still need to trade for that, managing to that R value is done through a low probability iron condor. And as we talked about, there's the expected move iron condor. It's kind of a hybrid. It's a little bit wider than a low probability, but it's more narrow than a high probability. And so we're going to identify the wings based on one standard deviation. So if we need to do that, we can typically set up the wings somewhere around a 19 to 20 delta. 19 to 20 delta usually is what is what does it. Somewhere in that area, it should be on board. It should be a 16 delta technically but what i found is about 20 delta is is realistic what what we'll be looking for on these trades now the iron butterfly is more narrow yet but it's super fast this is what i like about these trades as it relates to zero dte if you can find the price doing nothing for a short period of time this is where you can be done in literally minutes like i was this morning so which one of these is best there is no best, however, there's probably a one that's best for you. So high probability condors, these take a long time. They don't pay a whole lot, but these are best for those that can't actively manage them, or they might be pretty good for somebody that's just learning and needs to build confidence. These usually will take all day to harvest enough premium to make it worth the trade. If you're putting the wings way out there, low probability condors have the a tighter range, but faster to profit. Short options are closer to the money. Therefore, there's more extrinsic value, which bleeds faster. It's a good compromise. Lately, I've been doing a lot of these expected move iron condors that give me enough room to deal with a lot of volatility. And it still allows me to set the risk to a level that I can, I can live with. And then the other trade I'm using a lot of these days, and I'll show you a couple of examples here in a minute, is the iron butterfly. And I like them because they're fast. The less time I have to spend managing the market, if I can get done in an hour, that is a successful day for me. If I can hit my, my goal in less than one hour, I'm happy with that. So that's a very, a very good tool to use for that is the iron butterfly. Now anybody can enter one of these trades. And this is one of the first lessons I had to learn a long time ago when I was still trying to cut my teeth and, and, um, retire myself from active working is. The exits, that makes the biggest difference. The, the risk management of the trade, the skill comes in knowing when to enter and when and how to exit. So if we're going to be selling something non-directional, really the key here is to avoid getting in front of these great train trend day moves. So I never want to let a profitable trade turn into a loser. So if something is up and if all of a sudden I start to see the price moving away from my profitability, I'll just, I'll just take it down right? You can, there's always the next day. That's the great thing about these is you don't have to say, well, man, I don't, I'm not going to be in this trade for another month. No, there's tomorrow. Get your fair share, get in, get your fair share, get out. There's always tomorrow. So I try to keep the management of these very simple. I'm a simple person. I don't want to appear that I'm, you know, using any fancy techniques at all or anything like that. I just want to keep it simple, something repetitive that I can just do and just crank the wheel every day. Again, there's four more days remaining to trade every week. You don't have to make this any more complicated. So, those are what iron condors are. Now, I'm going to talk briefly about calendar spreads. These are more difficult to set up and manage. This is a growth path for you. And calendars are important because in lower volatility conditions, they actually work better. So, Where you get into low volatility conditions, and this is where we get into a teenager VIX or maybe even a single-digit VIX, these are necessary because they'll give you a little bit more room to work with, and they're functionally more solid in this type of market. So what is a calendar? This is where we're selling a short-term option like today's option against a longer term at the same strike. So this is why they call them a calendar. So what is the edge The edge is something that will never go away. So we talked about that short-term option, which is going to expire today, but we have the longer-term option, which is going to erode less during the span of today. So this differential between the two is where the profits come from. So basically, you can think of this as we're selling a naked at the money option, which is, boy, that's the fastest form of time decay you're ever going to see. And we're just using an insurance option on the back side of it. That's really all there is to it. So, what are the risks of the trade? There's two main risks. Well, obviously, there's a trend day if the price just gets on its horse and starts to truck in one direction or another. And the other risk is what we call shrinkage. And shrinkage is where we have implied volatility dropping out of the option. So really just destroying and crushing that option value, especially the back option. That's what one that we care about. Now, when I say the back option, I mean the option that is the longer term option. So again, these are a little bit trickier to set up. So we can adjust for trends. We can actually turn this into a circus tent, right? So this is actually one calendar spread here. And if the price starts to really get on its horse and trend, we can add another calendar spread over here. And this turns into this sort of circus tent looking trade. It will slow it down. It will cost double the capital, but you can adjust for a trend on an intraday trade. So exits and management, when we're doing something like this, when we're adding and subtracting calendars, you've got to have a good tracking sheet so you can keep track of the the numbers for the trade. So you know specifically how long, how much to be able to get out of this based on what trade lost. So you have to compensate for that. So I've always got tracking sheets that do all the work of this for me. Or you could do this through a bot if you have it programmed properly. Now, what's your better, condors or calendars? A lot more people understand iron condors. They're a more popular trade. They've they've been around just as long as calendars, but people generally gravitate towards them because they can understand. Calendars are a little bit more esoteric, a little bit more rigid qualification, more variables to pre-qualify and get right before the trade, less distance for price movement, but they are fast. They're even faster than our iron condors are. So again, this is the point I want to leave you with here on this one is that these are much more appropriate for quiet markets that show the potential to transition to more volatility. So these are called long vegas. So these are the ones that you want to use before things start to get ugly. Okay, so those are calendar spreads. And I've we've blown through those in a very short period of time, but they're once you understand how they work, they're fairly simple to set up. So now let's talk about charting. Everybody wants to talk about charting. How do you spot these trades and what what technical charting tools do we need to help us with these zero DTE trades? So first of all, people will say, well, what kind of studies do you use? Well, I would say don't use studies, please. There's no lagging study or chart technical indicator that I'm aware of that will help you anticipate or forecast intraday price action potential for a zero DTE trade. So what I would say is learn to use price. So price is the first thing that we we learn, and then we immediately start slapping technical indicators all over charts because we think that we need the help or we're looking for some kind of magic silver bullet chart package or technical indicator. And all we're doing is we're just sort of obfuscating what really matters which is the price. So don't be intimidated by the price. Learn to frame it in. Use some simple techniques. So first of all, look at price gaps. Price gaps will tell you a lot. If if we have a gap and go day like this, where it just like this gray area, these are all gaps that we have. So this one was, we gapped down to open the day. And did we even try to fill this gap at all? No, there was no attempt whatsoever by the price to look at the gap and try to fill it. And so when we have a day like this, that's a total trend day. And we need to understand that it is a trend day and adjust our trading approach. So this is a gap and go. Now, a lot of times we'll also see a gap and then we'll, we'll see that gap try to be tested. And then that's more, much more likely to be a range day. Now the opening range is extremely important too. This is something I use every day. So I've got studies that will outline the opening range for me that make it simple I've just drawn them in here. It's the first 30 minutes. And then we drag out or we extend that opening range through the rest of the day. And it provides some framework. If the price stays within the opening range, then we have generally a range bound day. And we can trade that with one of the non-directional trades that we talked about. So here's some examples of different types of, or using the opening range to understand what different types are. So a trend day is we started out with a gap to the downside here in the upper left. And then we kept on going lower during the opening range. So that should be a clue right there. No attempt at all on trying to fill that gap. And we just kept on going. We traded below the opening range. That's a trend day. So pretty obvious that we might not want to attack that one with iron condors or iron butterflies or anything like that. Maybe a directional setup. Here is a range to a trend. So here's a day where we gap down and go after the gap a little bit. So there was an attempt to go after the gap, and then we didn't trade into a lower low. So for several hours here until the afternoon, we were a range day. Eventually, it turned into a trend day. But I'll tell you what, we'd be long gone by the time this thing turns into a trend. And then here's a, a recent chart from, I think it was yesterday, just a total range day. Didn't go anywhere at all. Didn't really gap much at all. Didn't really go anywhere. Just sort of sat within the range. Beautiful little range day in and out very quickly. So that's how to use the opening range to be able to judge things. It does come more with practice. I mean, this is the same thing. You look at the same thing every day and you start to understand how to work with it. Now, what I'll do is on on top of the opening range, so here's the opening range, here's the range extended, I will add statistical plus and minus one standard deviation. So plus one expected move and then minus one expected move to the intraday chart. And more often than not, the price will react at these levels. These are levels that everyone knows, everyone sees and knows they, everyone knows that they're going to get some type of reaction to there. So if the price just blows through one of those levels, then I know it's a trend day, if it reacts and jumps back up, I know it's a range day. So we'll use the opening range and the upper and lower expected moves. That's really all we need. So I would say, keep it simple. Guys, use the KISS principle. You can't predict the future, do the best job you can to avoid being trucked by a trend day if you're selling options, or you can use that leverage of the trend day to do directional trades. You can't win from the sidelines, so (laughs) if you wait for everything to feel good and to feel perfect, it's probably too late. So just keep it simple. These trades show up five times a week. Again, predicting the future is impossible, but if it looks and smells like a range day, then go ahead and pull the trigger. So that's really all I do in terms of trading. So now let's do some examples here, and then I'll wrap things up for you guys. So again, these examples are using the SPX, the big dog, but can be done with just about any other S&P Trade Here is a calendar spread that was uh, paid off $125 in one contract in less than seven minutes. This thing was crazy. So that's probably not realistic. I mean, most of them take 20 minutes. So this one was particularly fast. That's a typical calendar spread. So here's an expected move, Iron Condor. This I do a lot of these. I do these just about every day so far in 2023, running 90% of them, put on 50 of them. So far, the profit factor is 2.22, so that's pretty good. That means for every dollar that we lose, we're making 2.22. Hold time, 79 minutes. This one was from the other day in 11.27. I guess that was yesterday. That was yesterday's trade. A low probability condor. I don't do as many of these. I mostly do an expected move iron condor, so it gives me just a little bit more room to work with but these are, these are great. And these are fine with lower volatility markets or higher volatility. It doesn't really matter, but they're faster than an expected move iron condor directional spreads. Again, we don't really do that many of these. I'm more and more interested in doing direct or non-directional trades, but these, these can be very, very effective. We use credit spreads or we can use what are called broken wing butterflies. And then here's, by far my favorite, which is the Iron Butterfly. Here was yesterday's trade, 1127. So I'll put on something like four contracts, and that came on, this took about 20, no, it took, uh, let's see, 36 minutes for the first tranche to go out at $50 per contract, and then another few minutes to get another $60 per contract. So the entire whole time is 40 minutes, which is actually a little bit slow. In today's market but you can see this was a nice range day the price didn't really move that much at all and it's just a very benign trade as long as you can get a nice range day these things are really quick so some of the performance to show for this we've been doing these now for three years quite a bit 2021 22 23 we just hit trade number 100 as of yesterday and the performance on these is even better. Profit factor is 4.15. We're winning 95% of these trades. And they're just, they're, they're great trades. If you can just get in, get your fair share, get out. That's the whole point. There's no point in being a hero. If the price starts to move, the time decay in these things is so quick that it just takes a few minutes to start burning off time value on this trade and start to give a profit. So you got a strong hand and you can decide whether or not you want to stay in the trade for a bigger crop credit or profit versus just shutting it down and moving on with your life. But my, my favorite thing about these trades is typically, again, I'm done within an hour or less with these trades to get my fair share. So those are some recent examples for this. Let me put it all together for you guys and then take some questions for you. So there's only one narrow path to success that I've found. A lot of people want to redefine how success is found in the markets, but for all the years I've been doing this, there's only one way to do it. So make the shift to an income focus, learn options, apply zero-day strategies, and stay small. So remember, we talked about growing your pile. It's not going to work with the old stuff. Focus on creating income today using passive and active income from options. So don't be intimidated by options. That's just like buying an insurance policy or buying a coupon. You can learn these. If, if I can learn these, you guys can too. It's not that difficult once you understand the concept behind it. Choose something honest and reasonable as a goal initially. So $100 a day. You're not going to make 5,000 bucks a day as a brand new trader, no matter what somebody else says. Focus on something reasonable something that your brain says that it can do to begin with until you start to build that muscle, gain confidence, and let compounding work for you. Learn about zero-day options. They have a a six-and-a-half-hour lifespan. They're available five times a week now. It's a game-changer for the retail trader. Learn about iron condors where you don't have to play a specific direction. You can just play for the price to stay within a certain range, and then this is where the profits come from. It's another game-changer, I think, for a lot of retail traders. To learn about that. Learn about calendar spreads as you get better and better and find out the limitations for iron condors, especially in lower volatility markets. Learn about calendar spreads so you can play in any type of market. And of course, always trade small to begin with. The spiders or the queues offer five times a week opportunities at one-tenth the notional value as the S&P 500 or the NDX. So no matter how large your account, this is where you should start. Repetition is the mother of skill. Keep working at the same thing and do it again and again and again. That's where, that's the narrow path to success. Identify one thing that you want to get good at and keep doing it again and again and again and improve with every cycle. That's what Tiger Woods does. That's what every, that's what Kobe Bryant did. That's what every athlete does is they get good at one thing. So where do you go from here? If this all sounds like something you want to do, you want to do an income basis, you want to use zero DTE options, in my mind everybody needs to shift to an income based focus, ditch the old financial income paradigm, get away from annuities and bond yields and dividends and all that other stuff that doesn't work anymore. So if you want to get started, how can you do something like that? Consider joining our community at 12 minute trading. So this is what we focus on. We don't we're not We're not out there scanning for stocks every day. We just pick on the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ. This is really all we do. We do the same thing day after day, again and again, and this is what allows us to get good at. We provide the structure and guidance to show how to quickly come up to speed on these zero-day strategies, plus all the other intangibles that are necessary for success. Understand how to hack your dinosaur brain. Think about it this way. Goals are for people who care about winning once. Systems are for people who care about winning repeatedly. That is a quote from one of my friends, James Clear, who nailed it on how to get good at something. So what we do at 12-Minute Trading is we have a focus on market analysis and income. We do five times a week live trading rooms. We have a live online community, live trade notifications and adjustments, multiple trading courses on strategies and techniques. But what I want to talk to you guys about today is the zero DTE course that we just posted online. So this is going up to $97 by next week. That's going to be our street price. But today we're going to offer it for $79. So this is probably one of the less expensive and more impactful courses that you will ever run into. And it's something that I wrote. I've been teaching this now for three years on this class. And so we've gotten it really good. We know what we're doing with teaching the zero DTE class. So again, 12minutetrading.com slash zero DTE 79 for your $79. Okay. So this is what the master class looks like. So what's in the course? Well, we talk about the zero DTE advantage. We talk about what iron condors and how to set them up. We talk about iron butterflies and how to set them up. We also talk about, in the course, we talk about calendar spreads. We show you how to identify and manage those. We show you how to set up directional trades. And maybe what's most important is the decision-making on evaluating trend or range day, how to set up the strategies, how to set up all the analytical tools, and how to get better at these things over time. So this is what we do. This is what's in the course, and this is available to you right now, today. So... Without further ado, I will be taking questions here. Again, the link for this is 12minitrading.com slash zero DTE 79. The I think the discount will stay out there until maybe Friday of this week. So do it now while you're thinking about it. And with that, I will take any questions that you guys have about the zero DTE course. Okay. So there's uh, there's a question coming in from Web. Uh, let's see, newbie, uh, somebody answered your, your newbie question. The zero DTE is zero days to expiration. So let's see, the question before that is how quick is the time decay on zero DTE? Well, anything that is extrinsic value. So that's the premium or fluff that's part of an option. That will all decay to zero by the end of the day. Now, I, it's it's got various times to it, like if it's an FOMC day where... Jerome Powell is speaking, then most of that implied volatility will stay static until 2 p.m. Eastern time, and then it all comes out in the last two hours. But a a typical day, you'll see quite a bit come out in the first hour, and then it sort of uh, stabilizes for a while, and then you'll see a lot come out in the last two hours. Of course, everything comes out by the end of the day. Web 823, what time of day are you getting your profit for the one hour or less? The first hour. Now, I know some people... Trade, let's see if I could draw a visual here. Some people trade. Let's let's say this is a timeline for the day. And this is the this is the open, and here's the closing bell. Now, some people I know just trade like the last hour. This is where the maximum amount of time decay happens, but that's where you get the crazy gamma stuff going on. So you get more instability at this time, but you can you can see really, really fast decay. My preference is to do. The open. I'm more of a morning person, right? I'm usually up pretty early. I'm being prepared for the day. I want to get done with what I need to do by the first hour if I can. If I can, I will always try to do that. And then I've got the rest of the day to do whatever I want to do or attend to my trading business or whatever I need to do. But I will focus most of my efforts on the first hour or so of the market from 9.30 a.m. Eastern time until 10.30 30. My goal is to try to be flat by that point. So the rest of the day can do whatever it's going to do. And I don't care. Okay. Let's see. I got about three minutes left before I got to turn it over. Uh, let's see. What about you have questions about the material when I get it? This is all new for me. Uh, I'm available all the time. I, I live for answering questions. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of OCD about it. Like if I get questions coming in, I will reply immediately right back to them. So I'm not one of these instructors that. Once you buy the course, you never hear from again. If you have questions on something, that's what I'm here for. Because it wasn't that long ago that I was in your shoes, right? So people need the right type of, you know, people need somebody that's going to be able to answer those questions for you. Is the course recorded available on demand? Yes, it is. So it's either in text format or video, depending on which module that you're looking at. Why would the SPX or related gap up or down a stock before the start of the day's markets? Well, that's why you have the, the market follows the sun. The futures will trade literally 23 hours a day. They shut for uh, for small periods of time after the end of the day. But uh, yeah, that's that's we have a global market these days. We don't just have a domestic U.S. market like we used to 20 years ago. It's all global now. The market follows the sun. So you'll wake up in the morning, you'll see the futures up or down 10, 20, 30 points, depending on what was introduced, what what news happened over the market. So it's very, very important that you understand that. So uh how long do you have access to the course? As long as you need it. Is there a signal service? There's actually, I have a signal service right now, but it's 11 o'clock in the morning. That's going to be switching over to 930 AM in January. So we're also going to do zero DTE trades through 12-minute trading starting in January. So get the course first, plug in, let us know. and We'll let you know when we, we launch that. How long is the course? It is, it's not measured in length. You get it as long as you need to, but it's quite comprehensive. It's everything that I just showed you on there. With that, I'm going to have to switch it over to David. So thank you everybody very much for your attention appreciate uh, being able to expose you to zero dte options again uh doc steverson is out